This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us. Okay, so I'm I'm in the trailer right now. Uh, there are at the UCSD site. There are three kind of permanent trailers where. Um, the site workers, the the researchers, and everyone can work together. I'm walking outside. Oh my if gosh, that is huge! <laughs> you can see the the building over the trailer. Okay. Wow! Right, that building is sticking out over the trailer. You're you're correct. Um, if at any point you have trouble hearing me, please uh, let me know, and we'll you're good see so what we far. Okay, so I just came out of the the one trailer. This last trailer on the end is where. Uh, we spend most of our time working when we're not out on site, but it's so wonderful because we can run out here at, at any point and check out what's going on in the building. Oh yeah. Um, I would mention that I feel somewhat like a, a, a construction manager right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I coordinated all the contracts and um, the, the contractors to do the non-structural work. So hired longs glazing and door to do the curtain wall. I hired a scaffolding contractor to put up scaffolding around the building to support the installation. Uh, as I mentioned, Carpenters Union is doing the work for donating the labor. I coordinated that with them. And um, our other contractor, MK Sheet Metal, will also do some work on these ex exterior walls, um, wow. installing the the finish, which is a um, like a composite aluminum composite panel, and they're also donating the materials for that. That's great. Coming around the side, this is the control building that um, you know you go underneath there, and you can get underneath the table and and see. Um, here, walking along up to the edge Whoa. of the building, I'm so sure that we have. Two um, two large towers installed next, which I believe are are used um, partially for a safety catching system and yeah, so you don't crush the uh, the control tower if this thing collapses, which it shouldn't, but just in case. <laughs> um, I'd like to point out I our, I hope our sponsors will appreciate this <laughs> large yes. large banner. Um, what we're looking at right now is the southeast corner that houses CFS2. And uh, much of the work right now or in the past week has been done on CFS2. Uh, the framing is pretty much all in place and then they're installing the interior sheathing on that. And mm. I didn't mention sheathing, but all the cold form steel framing has drywall sheathing on both sides. It's a dense glass on the outside, which is a little bit more waterproof. Um, let's just walk around the whole building. On the southwest side will house CFS1. They haven't really gotten started on that one yet. We just have mm -hmm. the scaffolding up. These, uh, I don't know, these large outrigger trusses, can you see in front of me? Yeah. Those are part of the scaffolding. Basically, they have to extend the weight out beyond a certain um, section because the uh, right next to the table, there's no load bearing zone. 
So oh, that's wow. what the purpose oh of those, those trusses are. Sheesh. That is now, some right complex Catholic. Yeah. Right in front of me actually is the next series of wall panels that are going to go up in the top of the building. Um, I guess I should mention also, and this is not what we anticipated, but we had to make some adjustments to get all the work done. Uh, right now we've built the story that we've built seven, seven stories up, mm -hmm. seven stories up, and then paused to do prep on these wall panels. You see mm -hmm. right in front of me, the next set of wall panels will span four stories. And there's a splice joint um, at the interface that will connect the two two set of wall panels together. Oh my gosh, so, you still got three more stories to go. <laughs> so yeah, so if, wow. as far as structural construction is concerned, uh, the next phase is to install the next set of wall panels and uh, get the splice joint done. And then um, remove temporary bracing. Right now we have temporary bracing in, other, in the upper floors because without the rocking walls in place, you can see you the rocking wall the, right in front of me. Uh, structure. <laughs> but without the rocking walls in place, there's no lateral resistance. Yeah. So, and um, anyway, we took advantage of this opportunity to get started on the non-structural walls at the at the lower floors. So, okay, right in front of me is the curtain wall. You see the orange wow. framing? Yeah. Yeah. So it's one side, and then. Our, our friends at Oregon State appreciate the orange framing, <laughs> no <laughs> exactly. doubt. Yeah, it has a functional door on the front. Um, so uh, worse things worse, we can use this for entrance in and out of the building. Um, yeah. There are limit now that all this framing is going up at the base. There's limited entry points. Yeah. Um, this this curtain wall spans the two stories. You can see. Mm. Um, big corner units and those are those corner uh, framing were built with like a flexible material in mm. uh, filled with a flexible material to allow for the movement um, but then you, cool. you can see the horizontal and vertical mullions across um, and then the glass pane set in between and as they were designing this system, we were going for a variety of different sizes and shapes of the glass panels, just to see how that might affect. Yeah, the, uh, well, it, it, it's, the response. it's also creates some aesthetic interest as well. Uh, so yes, yes, definitely, yes. Wow. So that very nice. Beautiful. We're actually, we're pleased uh, with the way that system tur turned out. Right here on this other corner, you can see the scaffolding again and work, active work going on on CFS3, which is the system with the um, spandrel units and mm -hmm. uh, ribbon windows. So right here at the base, I think you can see the framing yeah. in front of me is that little, it's called a knee wall right at the, mm -hmm. at the base. Um, but I walk back around and go inside the building. I can comment on uh, some other details about that. But basically, the knee wall um, is a cantilevered wall up off the base. So it, it's intended to have some moment resistance. And as a result, it uses these, these really heavy-duty clips to fasten the base track and the studs into the floor slab. Yes, yeah, so bear with me. Yeah. Walk around here. 
I can show some of that uh, close up. As I said, I'm entering the building, active work going on. Please let me know if you can't hear me. No, you're, you're good. Zoom's okay. uh, audio, audio filtering is doing its job. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, yes. Oh, wow. So what's going on right here? They're working on the first level or level two spandrel unit. Um, so starting to attach some framing off of that floor slab. And each stud is going to have a brace that, that gets connected back to the underside of the slab. And so they're installing the hardware to connect that brace. And as I mentioned earlier, it needs two points of contact to, uh, to make the spandrel unit rigid off the side of the building. So that's mm. what's going on there. Right here at the bottom, this knee wall is uh, framing is pretty much complete. Here's one of these. Let's see, maybe get out of the sun. Here's one of these heavy duty um, base clips that's providing that, that rigidity at the base. So it can function as a moment connection. How are we doing? Yeah, this is great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can hear, you can still hear? Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, this is this other corner is CFS one. Most of the sheathing is up. Unfortunately, once the sheathing goes up, you can't see the details so well. Yeah, I'll walk up to the second story so we can see. I think uh, are, are these still... uh, the the stairs that are going to be in there uh, or are these temporary? Yes, are those, no, oh, these, no, they're the real these ones. Are, wow. This is the um, the construction specialties donated steel prefabricated stairs cool. uh, this is uh one one side of the wall that's pretty much uh mm. framed but not yet sheathed so i can maybe focus in on this oh yeah here is one of there those remember this is the by uh, bypass frame system yeah have the clips that attach the stud back to the floor right here in front of me that's the unistrut and then here's a stud and then here's the clip and we ended up having to do a little detail on the fly we didn't get the the uh, clearance between the unistrut and the stud quite right to get that third screw fastened in so we have a little piece of track extending it oh. out <laughs> And fasten into yep. the truck. That's just the that's just the nature of construction. Is, exactly. Uh, and okay, how can we make this of, work? <laughs> it's part of what has made this project so exciting that we're we're out here in the field every day and we're troubleshooting the things that come up and finding ways to make them work. And I, you know, I acknowledge that that that's going to happen, especially with our limited experience. Um, and it's okay. And I think it's. It's part of the real world. So yeah, and and <laughs> I want to spotlight document. on that too of like documenting right. those lessons that you learn so that yeah, others exactly. As long as we this... document what we actually got, then it's not a problem. Yeah, um, and doc documenting the 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 condition as well as how you got there. So the next mm -hmm. time someone you know encounters that problem, they say, "Oh yeah, this is how we deal with that." Right. Right. These studs, uh, we fabricated them as 36 foot long studs, or we had them fabricated as 36 foot long studs to span the three stories. 
So they're very tall, they're very slender. This detail right here is a bridging detail that provides some out of plane resistance between oh, the okay. studs. There's bridging, uh, there's six, there's two uh, layers of bridging at each floor. Um, this right here is a window opening. So they framed that window at the top. It's like a, a special header detail. Uh, now what else can I show? Right here in the corner is a big opening for that joint, that XLP joint that I mentioned. To connect into that joint, we have a built up box section. This is right at the corner. Um, mm. It's built up of studs and tracks. And it's quite rigid because it's, it's basically that, it's not tied back to the building other than through like this header right here. Ah, so okay. yeah, and that whole thing, again, we're gonna allow the, the floor slabs to move independently. So that needed to be fairly rigid. Okay. Wow. So this is a, that's this a is good amazing. summary of what's yeah, going on right now. This is great. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go up one more story here. This particular stair unit in front of us um, it has a, a built-in shaft wall. That's another innovation that the, that's, the CS group is, uh, is um, trying. And they have designed that. So the shaft wall fits right within the framing of the stairs. And um, it, it, it is surrounded like a shaft liner panel right in front of me, surrounded by a um, fire resistant barrier. And they're hoping that that panel, that allows some flexibility for the panel to kind of rotate within the framing. Mm. Um, we're doing our own shaft wall as well on, on one of the other stories. Um, I'm going up into the fourth floor now, which is, oh, has the, um, got a lot of bracing in it, <laughs> has the temporary bracing because we don't have the, um, rocking walls installed yet. So the stair units are fully free prefabricated. Um, this is part of construction specialties work. Now you can have individual stories prefabricated and shipped out as full units. And then the contractor just stack them in the place and build the building around them. It's meant oh, to wow. labor and costs. Um, so as, as part of that vision, they have developed details that will detach the stair stringers, the part that runs up and down, um, from the landings and accommodate movement and at that joint. Basically, the whole uh, stair unit has like a band channel framing at the top and columns at the corners. That framing is designed to rack or deform without a lot of um, damage. So the, the main problem is this, this big, you know, very rigid stringer unit. So you can kind of see right back in here, the connection of the stair stringer back to the yeah. landing. This is a sliding joint right here. Okay. And it can slide wow. in both directions. And wow. then this, they call this their drift ready system, a hanger joint. You can kind of see there's a, a like a, 
hanger extending out from the landing and then a pin inserted through and connecting back to the stringer unit. And that whole thing can kind of rotate to accommodate that. Kind movement. Of looks like and then this right here, yes, yeah, will slide back and forth as well. So that's what we're hoping for. Uh, Construction Specialties has developed in this and tested this detail actually at the laboratory of uh, University of Nevada, Reno. Um, cool. So they, they did a, a number of tests to develop this uh, innovation, but it they were all on straight, a single straight run stair. And this mm. is the first time they have incorporated and tested this detail in a, um, a, what we call a scissor stair configuration. And so both stringers, the bottom and the top are um, connected back to the landing with this drift ready joint. There's a couple of different details there and, and we're wondering and, and you know what we wanna see in this test, how well it accommodates the relative movement of the two stringers because mm -hmm. I, our physics tells you that they want to move in different directions. Um, we're gonna see how well this system can accommodate that. Wow. I'm trying to decide the best um, place to show you some rocking wall details. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You can see one of the rocking walls um, connected between U-shaped flexural plate oh, yeah. between the wall panel itself and the column. That's what that is. And then here is a better view of that uh, shear connection of the floor system, right? You know, this is a big, massive plate with these 45 degree wow. fasteners. Uh, and here's the beam extending back into the wall, but there's a big slot there that will allow the movement. And then these guys over here are out of plane uh, braces. And they're designed similarly with a, a little slot. I don't know how well you can see it, but yeah, a little slot right here that is again gonna. So it's out of plane bracing for the wall panel, but um, it it will accommodate the relative movement. Wow. Yep. That's that's cool. I, oh, I can't wait to see that in action. I know you can't either. Um, I think this might, this might be a good <laughs> exactly. place to... Exactly. We're, we're to, invested. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. We could talk for three hours, and someday we probably should. Um, this might be a good place <laughs> to pause and say, stay tuned for next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on the tour with me today. It's been fun. This has been amazing. Thank you, Carrie. Appreciate your time. You. I know you've got a million things going on. I won't let you get back to it. Um, all right. Looking forward to staying in touch and, and following along with all your work and anything we can do to support, reach out. Um, everybody listening along, thank you. Um, make sure to, to follow all the links. And if you're listening and not watching, go back and find this on YouTube because, oh my gosh, you want to see this building. Uh, it's amazing. So, all right. Thank you so much. Appreciate thank you it. Very and much. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Design Safe Radio. This show is sponsored by the National Science Foundation. Grant number 2129782. You can subscribe to Design Safe Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review so that we can improve the show and also help others find our episodes in iTunes. Thanks for your feedback and support. We really appreciate it. 
You can find out more about Nary at designsafe-ci.org, on Facebook at Design Safe Radio, or on Twitter at Nary Design Safe.